0: You like me? You really like me? Yet another bonus. We have to talk about a couple of things. First off, Corey Holcomb's recent episode. He already made an apology with... With Zoe Williams a couple... Week, about a week ago. So his next episode, he brought the comedian flame who is a transgender, uh, you know, he's been talking so much, you know, fa-la-la about the LGBT community for a little bit and you know what it is, but Flame is one of the people that Jeff Brown knows. He's been on, D- uh, Flame has been on DL Hoogly. Now he's on Corey Holcomb. The fans kind of went like, are you serious about this, Corey? Man, it's been a it's been 2020 has been a tough year, and now he just don't it. But look, folks, there's always gonna be exception to what life is. Y'all just gonna have to accept it, but that, accept it to the point where look, I don't think Flynn goes around near what Corey Holcomb his is family life is. That's not he he already put he already said that pretty much. And he's trying to get help for his son being the minister and uh, NOI, and, which is all fine and good, what have you, as when it comes to discipline and, what the, and whatever. However, when it comes to this, you know, this, this, then, the other thing and whatnot. we look, there are going to be those who are going to have this type of situations where he knows certain people they don't get in his way They're willing to take his jokes and they're willing to come on his show And It's a different field now And i'm not saying that it's right or it's wrong. It's just is you need to see it for what it is Craig was deeply deeply How should we put this? Not so much disturbed, but uncomfortable in that situation. And there were certain things that he said where he was gonna kick this kick flames ass. Well, and then the posters and the comments pretty much said it there. Like, look, folks. But interestingly enough, he looked a little bit like Jolene. So. She looked like a little bit like Darlene. So it is what it is. But it look, look. this is not in the, we're not in the business of trying to blame LGBT this or all the rest of these things and whatnot. There are individuals that we know very much that we know that are LGBT that don't go, that they don't. They they know where our boundaries are and we know what their boundaries are. You understand what I'm trying to say? The problem is with the language of the elite that the feminist, LGBT, Black Lives Matter and others are using is because they don't want to use the concept of boundaries because people don't understand it they want to use new pseudo-glossia for their particular things that make people mad because they live on the concept of anger anger leads into the other form of communication which is sexuality which we're going to discuss later on in this uh in the specials and whatnot so that's pretty much what is going on on that particular end the story of Corey Holcomb, old Williams, Jeff Brown, Jeff Brown, Jeff Brown, and Ray Grady will continue. We'll keep you folks posted on this semi-soap opera that is still somewhat continuing. Oh, he did pay him back that, well, he started paying him back the money. Corey started paying him the money on that particular thing as well so we'll see more about that Rush Limbaugh passed away at 70 yesterday he died of lung cancer his show was extremely popular for many many years Started talking about things that most will not talk about In certain ways a lot of people were very dismissive of him and very angry of him It came at a time where This particular guy Pretty much set up everything in the radio business because of his entertainment value and all the rest of these things, but it really made the it certain things very, very controversial. One of the aspects of the controversy has to deal with race and all the rest of those things. I want people to understand something about. What was going on back when he was at his peak in the mid-1990s to the early 2008, early 2008, late 2008, start of the Obama years, and maybe a little bit past that, maybe to 2013 in that particular sense. Clear Channel, which is now iHeartRadio, was literally built on the back of Rush Limbaugh. There was no one else outside of Howard Stern that could have done the things that this man did. Literally, the radio industry way back when did not see talk radio as a viable option. There were talk radio between say, how should we say this? There was top 40 radio, there was interview shows if I recall, there was all these other things that I recall. but nothing on the level of Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh, nothing. A lot of people got very pissed off on the things that he said. There were times that he had to take sabbaticals because everything that he said started to piss a lot of people off. But the more people started listening more people started to say they could build something from this whether you like it or you don't this was the reality of the situation and espn knowing how powerful this guy is and knowing his connection to the pittsburgh steelers so we've made this particular point about the pittsburgh steelers 1970s pittsburgh steelers was one of the greatest teams in the history of all sports Crazy, isn't it? They brought him in, and then the whole thing with Donvin McNabb. But the thing is, Donvin McNabb handled it like the man that he is, that I know that he is. Ironically, he was proven correct recently with Carson Wentz being recently traded to Indianapolis. I just want y'all to think deeply on the effect this particular person on the radio had. Let me just continue with this as well. Clear Channel was able to buy off all the radio stations just to put Russell Limbaugh on the air. Clear Channel became one of the largest entities of media. After the, after the telecommunications act of 1966, 1966, whoops, 1996 deregulated the industry, which a lot of liberals started to get pissed off at because the conservatives had the money at the time. And guess what? Russell Limbo was the big guy and he started to get in there and from 98 to 2012, he had a string of hits. He was it he was entertaining to a lot of people. Everybody remembers the Yugo song. The Liberal God, Liberal God Driver Yugo. But there are a lot of people that said he was the devil incarnate. He played it up right through. Personal life wasn't perfect. Duh. We get it. But we like to send his condolences to his family. That's all. That's all that has to be said about that. Other news of note comes from space. We haven't talked about space. We're going to talk about space more. We're going to actually do an old space episode because we need to focus on the beauty and the glory that is the future of mankind, space. The Perseverance lands on Mars. Everybody was cheering. Tough year for NASA. They finally got Americans back into space using American rocket technology. Still working on the large range spaceship rocket. But we use the crane like we used it last time and it works perfectly. One wonders if we're going to use the crane for the actual Mars missions to the red planet. We'll see. But NASA has been a little bit too slow on Artemis. We're going to talk about Artemis. We're going to talk about all that. I will give you a day when we're going to do it. Hopefully, it is going to be just before April 9 or 10, uh, the weekend of April 10th to the 11th. We're, we're thinking of that particular date. We got a little bit of time. But Perseverance landed and within about 10 minutes, showed us the first black and white pictures and first showed the first colored pictures within 50 minutes of the tires. And now it will start riding around. It was 35 co- kilometers Meters, I believe kilometers. I'm sorry, 35 kilometers away from its target. So it's just going to take a short little hop. It is actually as big as one of these Range Rovers out here, so it has a lot of mechanics and all the rest of these things. It has spectrometers, it will look to see if there's life on Mars. If they find it, it's going to be some big announcements, breaking news. Oh, God, we got water, which means we're going there with all our machines and stuff. We got helium over there. It's going to be crazy. So, great news on that part. And we're going to do a space episode real, real soon. I promise to do today. And we might do more space episodes and more of uh, fantastic episodes of that nature. One other thing, we're not, we had a uh, almost, almost with Venus, it seems that that spectrum, t- it, we, the spectrometer that detected that gas, it might not be what, It is, so we're not sure, but we got to go there and see for ourselves. I know we can have technology to put it into the spec of a of sand and see the all the details on it. But unless we go there and see it for ourselves, we won't know. It is very possible there could be still flying stuff over there, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, I'm gonna do one more ding, one more recording of this, of what we're planning to do this weekend for the, in particular, um, special that we're doing for part four. We have to do the quote for the bonus there, so expect that this weekend. I want to talk a little bit about Demi Lovato and the upcoming Netflix documentary about what happened to her in 2018. Folks, I want you all to understand something, and I really do mean this. We wish this woman the best, but that overdose, she should have been dead. She should have been dead. But like I said, folks, we have to be, especially men, we have to be careful ourselves when we're dealing with particular situations where We have to deal with women who have gone through the things that Demi Lovato had We're not trying to put kid gloves here it is very dangerous for us and Dangerous for everyone that our friends with we are friends with and all the rest of these things To enter into relationships that are detrimental, not only to her, but to us, to to men as well. We have to be cautious of these things. When we enter into relationships with those that have gone through these particular things. to always be watchful that something might happen. That we are able to get the person the help that she needs. And that once that time is done, we can be able to walk away and not have to be, to be honest about certain things and to be able to walk away as adults from that type of sting, from that type of, from that type of relationship, that relationship is never going to be successful or not always going to be successful. I have seen it being successful certain times, but it's not always going to be successful. We have to move away from the fact that we are going to save every single Captain save this woman Every single time a woman gets in trouble A lot of times This comes from Her not finding the type of man that she wants to be with or fighting over the man that she wants to be with with other women or abuse that has happened in the household or Abuse that she has seen from other relationships that are not connected to us What we have to do and one of those solutions is that we have to Excercate ourselves from that relationship once she finds the help not because we are abandoning her but because for ourselves. We do not want to get caught up or we do not want to have it on our heads that we did something to this person. We do not want to get into a situation where she does it again and we and we get caught up in it. We do not want to be in a situation where we are risking our time, our treasure all the rest of it our job security our economic security outside of trying to get her help with a professional who is actually able to help her in this particular situation in getting into that it's going to devastate us as much as it's going to devastate the woman we have to be careful now more than ever because Unfortunately, I don't want to say this now I will say it somewhat again in the bonus But I want to say it here because I don't want it to be extended to The rest of this bonus here a lot of millennial women unfortunately in America and many parts of the Western world are just too dangerous for men to be in a relationship in. They are just too dangerous even up to the point of having a cursory platonic relationship with outside of certain situations. I completely, completely wish Demi Lovato the best. But this is a symptom of a generational problem that's gone for at least a couple of generations now. This is one, and we are now facing the full brunt of it as she is turning dirty at this particular time. That our society has set women up for failure failure in all forms from Disney's promotion of romance and all the rest of these things in the context they were promoted as, the cosmopolitan magazine. You can say sets in the city was was a part of this. and a myriad of other things. No fault, divorce, divorce rates too high. We're now dealing with a generation of women, unfortunately, who are just too dangerous to be in a relationship in, even in a platonic sense, because of The anxieties, the pressures, and the inability of the society to say these are stories. The reality is much different. And the way the society placated a lot of our, a lot of millennial Gen Zer and other women and future generations of women, unfortunately, into a false sense of entitlement, nepotism, security, and so on. So, for, again, we wish her the best, but this is a warning to men to be careful when we are around these situations. And as a human being, as a person, as a decent human being, who can still keep his frame. Keeping the frame setting boundaries, get her the help that she needs. And in order to set that type of boundary, to be able to walk away once she reaches that point where, and let her develop herself, and we can move on to other particulars that don't, other women that don't have the same types of issues, but it's difficult in this country. Very difficult. That's all I have to say about that subject. Another thing, I know you absolutely, you really love me. You really love me, folks. I'm I'm saying it again. You really, 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 really love me, folks. Keep the hits coming. Keep it coming where we want it. We want it. We're gonna. Uh, we may talk about it more on the uh, March 6th episode of Paul and I'm. Um, Curtis and the things about Tupac. We might get into that. I think you saw something there. You saw something there. So we're gonna talk about it. Thank you for listening. This is Nova the Hallback. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast. We are going to be on Studio App very soon. And wherever you get your radio shows, take care. We'll see you guys this weekend for part four of Religion and Positive Masculinity, A Deeper Look from the Rational Male from Rolo Tomasi. See you guys soon.